right, we are live. First little thing ever, Tim. Hey, you gotta start. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, you do. This Um, is a, this is a pretty decent card. I mean, they've been getting a lot of uh, a grief. People saying the UFC aren't putting together good cards, but realistically, this is a good I mean, fight night. Yeah, with that many that many people in the organization and having to make the fights, they they're they're putting it together pretty well, I think, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we're looking at it, we got we got Alexander Romanov as the first fight, and then we got Guram, the third fight. Like that's not bad at all. That's a good No. set of prelims. Yeah, I like uh, Bonfim too. Is he on the is he prelim or main card? Uh, he's on the main card, dude. He's He is a beast. okay. He's a fucking beast. We got a lot of a lot of savages on this card, like dudes who are gonna are gonna put some people away. But um, yeah, first fight here. Uh, we got Romanov just dropped his last two to Volkov and Tybura versus Yeah. Blagoy Ivanov, who just lost his last fight to Tybura. So, what are you feeling here, Tim? I think they're gonna. I think Romanov should should get it. I don't think you haven't you haven't heard much from him. I think I think they're gonna try and and have him get back on track. Um, he did last drop his last two. I mean Volkov. I mean, or right? That was his last loss. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, he hasn't been looking good either. But Romanov, I think they're gonna they're gonna try and get him back on track, and I think this is the fight to do it. I mean, Tiber's a hammer, Yeah, so he is. you know, and this is heavyweight. You know, one shot could change the whole thing. But I I like Romanov on this, and I think I think it could go the distance too. I agree. I think, honestly, I think Romanov is going to go out there and take him down and lay his fat body on him, and Ivanov's not going to be able to get up because we saw Tybura, like, take down Ivanov um, in the third round, take his back, and then just, like, pound his fist into his face for four minutes. So I think Romanov also, the other thing, too, is, is he was, like, heavily, heavily touted going into these last two fights. Like, I'm pretty sure he was almost even against Volkov, Um, and then Tybura, he was like minus 350 or something crazy. Like I cashed a big ticket on Tybura money line, but I think Romanov gets back on track here. And honestly, he might even forearm choke him. Like he might just disrespect the fuck out of him. Like he did Lima and just sit on him and put his, put his fucking forearm on him. Which if you think about that, dude, that is brutal. Just 250 Yeah. on your neck. I think I think whoever does not win this fight is is done. They're they're out. Their contract I agree. is up. I agree. They're going to go fight in PFL and probably get close to win. They're probably, honestly, either of them wins a million bucks over there. I don't think there's any good heavyweights. And we'll talk about why that's relevant in the main event. <laughs> why, why PFL being dog shit is relevant. But, all right. Ivana Petrovich. Uh, she's the favorite, and she's 5-0 and in her last five. 6-0 and overall. Six, six, and this girl, this girl is a hammer. <laughs> you seen her? Six, yeah, six and oh, five finishes. 
Yeah, dude, no, she's she's got some, uh, if I remember right, she's like a striker, right? Like she like yeah. beats the shit she's, out of people on the feet. I think I think she's got um, three knockouts and two subs. I think she's she's the real deal. And this is, is this featherweight? Uh, I don't know. What is this? No, this or is straw, straw. straw weight. Yeah, right? yeah, this is straw. So 120, 125? Yep. Yeah. Yep. This, this division, this division is going to be real legit, especially with prospects like this coming up. Yeah, man. I think, I think this is under. I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to, I'm going to have her win uh, probably by double chance it. So either by sub or or knockout TKO. Dude, I'm about to roll up and see what what her by knockout is on my DraftKings right now because Carolina got her shit knocked out by Molly McCann. And if you got knocked out by Molly McCann, like, I, this is what, I think this you're is getting knocked out again. This is what I don't understand. Obviously, something something changed because she beat uh, Loopy. This and girl did? Carolina? She, yeah, Carolina. She what? beat Loopy. And then after, yeah, and then after that, it just went it went downhill. Yeah, dude, because Loopy's good. Loopy would beat the crap out of Molly McCann. Like, yeah, for real. I, I think I think if if Loopy wanted that fight um, and they ran it back, I think Loopy would be phenomenal against her. But, She'd be minus four hundred probably, to be honest. Yeah, but this is this is the end of the line for her. Uh, they're bringing in fresh blood, so yeah, dude. This girl is a legit hammer. I'm really excited to see this one. I'm gonna put some dude. It's plus five fifty for Petrovic by. By KL, I'm gonna put a little bit of a stab on that because I think that's, if I remember right, dude, it's her hands that are the most dangerous. Yeah, should be three, three and two, three, three KOs and, and two subs. Yeah. All right, we got a uh, a big opinion coming out of Tim here. Guram versus uh, is this is his name Elvis? Elvis Brenner. Uh, elves, elves. Elves Brenner. All right, you can lead us so, off here. So I like Brenner. I like Brenner by sub it's it's a hail mary it's a dart but he's got great submissions he i think he's got 11 11 subs um on his record he's hot he's he's won three in a row and this is the perfect opportunity for him and he's coming up uh who did who did garam just lose to demir we'll talk about him later too yeah so, the only thing that makes me nervous is he lost to uh, uh, Demir Ismagulov, but he's got a win over Gamrot. Yeah, he does. Split decision which, win over Gamrot. Which is, which is crazy. So, we know he could be top-tier guys, but I don't, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen um, Saturday, and... I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice and I'm gonna go uh, Brenner by sub. Dude, that's I like it. Be, honestly, that's gotta be high high up there. Plus eight eighteen hundred. Yeah, Brenner by by sub. Yeah. yeah, he does have a lot of subs on his record too, and he comes yeah. from uh, Diego Lima's gym as well, which it's not a bad place to throw a sub sub dart. I feel like I, you can compare this to um, what was it? Was it Mozlar Evluev who fought? that brazilian guy um that guy that we had money on both of us had money on him 
and it was like Evloev was minus like 700 in his last fight and they were just sub attempt after sub attempt and he almost yeah. got like all of them like they were just like yeah. so close i feel like this might be the same exact thing like Guram probably probably clears him on the feet but uh if it gets to the mat then brenner might be able to throw something up and it's plus 1800 so i mean you put 10 bucks on it you make 200 like you can't go wrong with that yeah, and I know who you're talking about. He's he's coming up. I think he's on the September card. Is his name so, not Diego Lopez? It might be. Dude, he it was we were so he's close to cashing the nastiest ticket of yeah. all time. Yeah. He looks like he's the fourth member of Blink one eighty two. Yeah, dude, he's emo. He's got like the, the call <laughs> over yeah. him. All right, what do we got? Oh, the recently married Yana Kunitskaya uh is yeah. now Tiago Santos. Santos. Yep. And then Carol Rosa. I think, I mean, dude, for me personally, if it's a, a women's fight of people who are 16 and 5 and 14 and 7, you just pick the dog and you just run with the dog, I feel like. But I won't be I won't be probably betting any of this. And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not touching this. Um these they're both ranked. Where are they? Is this uh, uh six? Yana's ranked sixth? It says seven, I think. Seven? Okay. So th both these ladies are ranked in the top ten. Um, what weight division? Uh, 135 Bantam. 135 Bantam? I, I mean, I really have I really have no interest. I don't think any of these girls are, are going to make a, a run. They're both on skids. Uh, if I had to, if I had to, I would say uh, Yana by by decision yeah uh, i'd do the but, same yeah i i don't see any 135 is 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 crazy right now so we'll, we'll see what happens yeah I, I won't be touching this with a 10-foot pole that's for fucking certain i'll be i'll be watching from the sidelines and being happy that i don't have a bet on any of them yeah all right. I'm pretty sure this is like the biggest mismatch that we've seen in, in recent history. It's Brito, Joe Anderson Brito, who's minus 1,400 versus Weston yeah. Wilson, plus 800. And this dude is also 35 years old or almost 35 years old. 35 years old. He is coming off, I think, three submission wins. Granted, they were in tough enough. Um. I might sprinkle a little bit on on him to win by sub. Unfortunately, he's got one win in Bellator, so Not don't bad. take too, could be worse. Don't take too much uh, away from him. that was also in 2017. I want to say um, he's been he's been really active too. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. I think he's had like six fights since uh, since 2022, so maybe five, six or five fights. So he's been going every every couple of months. Um, submission guy, uh, three LFA appearances, lost them all. Uh, Brito is a stud, but odds like that, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice and take Weston by by sub. another another dog by sub. Another dog uh, by sub. you're gonna hit one of them. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens, but the the money line doesn't doesn't entice me. Um, Brito should run through him, but but we'll see what happens. You never know. Some of these guys, 
He's you also know, from upstate not, karate too. Yeah, there's, it's not there's a bad not, gym. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens Saturday. <laughs> Dude, I mean I'm seeing twenty eight years old and then I'm looking and I'm not seeing twenty eight. Are you seeing twenty eight here on Joe Anderson Brito? <sighs> no, he's got a lot of mileage on him. Dude, that he's face got a lot of a lot of mileage on him. That face is not 28. If I've ever seen a 28-year-old, that is not a 28-year-old. But, um, yeah, no, I'll who's, be – Who's Brito's last two wins against? Um, let me see here. Lucas Alexander by sub and then Andre Feely by KO, which that was a good oh, win. Oh, that's right. He touched out. He touched out. He knocked out Touchy Feely. He but did, But then he dude. lost. Who is his loss to? Um, Bill Algio, which isn't bad. Bill's not Billy a Algeo. bad fighter. Billy I saw, saw Billy in Kansas, Kansas yeah. City. I like Algio, and I like I like Feely. I know um, Feely. I think I had a bet on Feely in that fight, and Brito yanked my money. Yeah, that was a quick one too. That was a real quick one. Yeah, he landed. He landed clean right on the dome. Sent yeah. him to next city. Yeah. So with with that. Money line and, and those odds, I am all over uh, Weston by sub. I respect it. I think – I honestly think I go by the uh, the assumption that anything over, you know, money line, someone who's bigger than minus 1,000, you got to sprinkle on the underdog just in case. I mean, there's a reason yeah. that UFC doesn't have that many lines like that. Yeah. Because and, it, it and never goes what? well. They, they brought this guy in for a reason there's tons of other people in the organization that they could have gave the fight so obviously they've had this guy in the stables something fell through so he's getting his crack so we'll see what happens this kid this is a big moment for this kid he's also six foot one and Brito's five foot eight that's a pretty big advantage at 145 pounds yeah, but it's also we'll see how he can utilize it. I don't I don't think he can utilize it on the feet, even though he has that massive uh, advantage. Yeah, um, probably not. He's gonna have to take it to the ground um, and and go for the sub. I think that's the only path of victory. But we'll see what happens. It's a fist fight. You know, I like it. I'll probably put some on both of those little plus eighteen hundred because they're both plus eighteen hundred. So. No, I won't complain. Oh, <laughs> this is the main event. Fuck Sean Strickland and fuck Abbas Magomedov. This is the main event, the real main event. My boy Kevin Lee is about to catch a body. He's about to send Renat to, uh, I don't even know, dude, down to the underworld. He's going to he's gonna do what he did to Gregor Gillespie a second time. And I'm almost certain of it that I'm going to put I don't even know what what Kevin by uh, KO is. It's got to be. It's probably plus eighteen hundred, just like my my dog. Bites. It's plus twelve hundred. Plus twelve hundred. Yeah. No, I'll be putting some on his on his money line. Just a little bit of a hit on on the old Kevin Lee. I mean, look at that neck, man. Look how thick that neck is in this photo. And also, dude, the main reason that I'm feeling Kevin Lee here is is because he's been talking and he's not delusional anymore. And I feel like a smart Kevin Lee is going to be insane. And Renat, I watched today, I watched his last two fights, which was uh, Brian Battle and Michaelidis. Mik and his wrestling is literally just double leg after double leg. That's all it is. It's just double leg. And Kevin Lee's a good wrestler. 
Um, and so I'm going to put some, some, some of my hard-earned cash on Kevin Lee to stuff the takedowns in the first. And that's going to force Renat, who honestly is not a very big 170-pounder himself, He's kind of he's kind of you know a little pudgy around the gut to strike with Kevin Lee, who isn't a great striker, but we're gonna have to see it. And at you know plus two hundred, like I'm I'll just take the shot. I'll just take a stab at it because we haven't seen Renat unable to take anyone down, and I don't think he's gonna be able to take Kevin Lee down until at least the second round. Um, and I think Kevin Lee wins the first round at like you know seventy five percent clip here. Kevin Lee, I don't think has ever lost a first round if I remember right. I don't think he's ever but lost the first round. Here, here, so you're telling me that Renat isn't going to wrestle. He is. No, he's right. 110%. Within the first 30 seconds, there's going to be a double leg shot. But Kevin Lee, the Motown phenom, is going to fucking stuff the crap out of it. I guarantee and it. And that's fine. That's fine. Because I'll tell you the guy with how many, how many knockouts does he have? He hasn't shown it recently. Renat? But how many? How many KOs does Renat have? Uh, he KO'd Eric Spicely, former UFC okay. fighter. Does he, does he have more than 10 KOs? Um, let's see. Let's go to his name here. Yeah. Probably, yeah, let's, honestly. Let's take a look. He's 20. He's got 11. 11. 11 KOs. How many subs? Um, six. 11 and six. He's got 20 wins, and 17 of them are finishes. Uh, a lot of these are his first few fights where he was fighting one and one, two and one. You know, granted, granted, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he did beat Eric Spicely. That's not. I mean, Eric Spicely was a UFC fighter. That dude was in the UFC. I think. I, I think he's in a position. They brought Kevin Lee back. Kevin Lee is already complaining that it's at the apex and the UFC is all about money. All this stuff is coming up. They're gonna give him some motivation to to knock Kevin Lee out and send him to the shadow realm. End his career. Yeah. Oh, he can he, try. He you can get try. the opportunity. You get the opportunity to come back, right? You're already saying you don't want to fight at the apex. You you're not happy with the company that you just signed up to fight for. You're saying it's all about money. Mm -hmm. You can't come back, say all these things, and not feel the pressure. Of that, I think he's gonna fold. His last win is against Diego Sanchez. Yeah, and dude, and the other Eagle, thing too, Eagle is, FC, and it went to a decision. Kevin Lee's got both his knees. He got both his knees done after that uh, Diego Sanchez fight, and I feel like that's either gonna, it's that probably just that's gonna be the decider in this in this fight is if those knee surgeries and recovery went well or if they went bad. Because I think a lot of this price is the fact that Kevin Lee just got two knee surgeries, just came off of a bad fight against Diego Sanchez because I don't think Renat is that good. Like, we're going to see, obviously, tomorrow. We're going to see, or whenever, you know, Saturday. We're going to see, um, but he doesn't look like, like, he's just he just double-legs people and then just lays on him. Like, he did it against Brian Battle. He did it against Mikolaitis. He just sat on him. He double-legged him and sat on him. And yeah. Kevin Lee does not allow that to happen to him. Like, he's fought guys like RDA. He's fought guys like Tony Ferguson. And those first few rounds, he's fought guys like Charles Oliveira. And those first few rounds, Kevin Lee is really, really competitive with those guys. Uh, but yeah, we're we're entirely just gonna see if if Kevin Lee ends up going back to his 14 IQ, fucking you know, get tired. If he's dude, if he hasn't like been training for this as as well as he did in the past too, like his cardio might actually be worse 
than it was, which I didn't know it was possible because I watched his, his RDA fight and he was breathing hard like two minutes into a five-round fight. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I, I think Renat is, is going to win. Um, I think it would either be uh, a knockout um, or a decision. Um, I would probably say a, a boring 29-28 decision, uh, maybe split. I, I give Kevin Lee that. He'd lose a split decision. I think uh, he's, I, don't, I think he I, might I win a split. This would be we'll a great see. split decision card if we have those props up for split decision. This fight would be a perfect split decision because Kevin Lee's going to come out hot. Yeah, I think I think that might that might work. I might take I might take split decision. Is that even is that um, on DraftKings? Is that on? It, it might be. It might be. Let's see. I'll here. probably take for not split decision. I know you could do that. All right. I feel like there's like an exact exact method of victory. Oh, to win by split. Yeah, so Renat to win by split plus 800, Kevin Lee plus 1200. That's a good. That might be a good bet cuz Kevin Lee's probably going to win the first round and then he's going to fade and it's going to come down to does he have enough gas to win that second round or does he not have enough gas to win that second round? And he could have enough gas to win 2 minutes and 30 seconds of that first round or that second yeah. round, but not the full thing. That's yeah. a good bet, I think. No, for for sure. For sure. All right. But, I mean, are you honestly happy that, that Kevin Lee is back? No, I don't like Kevin Lee. I think I think this is a big, big fight for him. And they're feeding him uh, a guy's a unit. You're you're twenty and two. You're twenty and one. You're you're somebody that can, can get it done when need be. If he ragdolls Kevin Lee, I'll admit that he's that he's he's a man, that he's one of the the you know future welterweight guys we need to watch. I just don't think he's going to. I just don't see him ragdolling Kevin Lee. I feel like Kevin Lee is is too good of a wrestler. Yeah, we're gonna find out though. That's the fun part. All right, actually, a pretty fun fight here. Um, Bruzuboav versus Bruno Fiera. And uh, Ferreira just came off of a big win over Gregory Rodriguez, like a massive win. Yeah. He knocked yeah. him clean out. And uh, yeah. Ruzaboov has won his last five, uh, four by submission, and he is 34 and eight at 29 years old. He's also six foot four, and Ferreira is five foot 10. 510 um a lot of pop what is he 10 and 0 yep 10 and 0 and uh he fights i think he, he trains in brazil and ruzaboov trains at uh, renzo gracie philly is what it yeah. says here i think i think uh, i'm gonna take uh ferrera on this but i'm also gonna take the under two and a half i think i think this gets finished i agree i 110 percent agree I think uh, I think that's that's quick. what I would would do. That's a, that's an easy one for me. Yeah, it's got. Uh, oh man, it has the under one and a half is minus two ten right now. So I won't be taking any of those. No, <laughs> any of those unders. Um, I might do. You could do alternate rounds. So I would do. I would do alternate. Um, under two and a half. 
I would I would see if I could find that the alternate rounds. Then throw it in a parlay maybe too because I feel like these guys are um, these guys are not going three. Ferreira gets tired after one round, and he throws heavy in the first round. Yeah. Um, he's also he's also small, a bit small for for one eighty five, um, and so I feel like. I feel like Ruzabov might be a decent bet in this situation too, at the the plus one eighty that he's sitting, and I don't know if I'm going to take it. I, I'm a little scared because Ferreira, obviously, just knocked out Gregory Rodriguez, who is you know not bad at fighting. Like yeah. Rodriguez is a is actually a, a beast, the RoboCop. Um, he all, he dude he was he was kind of beating up that guy that just fought a couple weekends ago. Um, Armin Petrosian. He was beating up Armin Petrosian. Yeah. And Petrosian's gone on a decent little run here. I think he's won a few in a row. Um, so if I had gun to my head, I'd, I'd pick Ruzabolov. And I'd probably pick him by by sub after Ferreira gets tired. I'd probably say like rear naked choke second round sort of a deal if I had so to pick. What, what I would do with this is I would take the alternate under two and a half and parlay it with the alternate under two and a half for the Petrovic fight. Because I think, like I said before, that girl is going to be phenomenal. So you could parlay those two together, both unders. What's the uh, what's the under on hers? Do you know? Let me uh, look. I, I could check it. I've got it right here. The under two and a half is plus 200 there. Plus 200? Yeah. That's a, that's Which, a straight bet, too. That's not a bad price for a straight bet. Yeah. Yeah, you can even take that straight up. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good price for that too. Because she's, I mean, she goes out there, and I watched a couple videos, and she's on the gas. Like she's just all gas, no brakes, at the other, the other fighter. Oh yeah. Oh, banger alert! Banger alert! This is that. Uh, this is one of those fight of the night where before the card, if I had to pick a fight of the night, this would be it. We got the. Uh, the Benoit Saint Denis, the basically Navy Seal of France, yep. against Ishmael Bonfim, the the brothers who just uh, got off a contender series. They're both young, both under thirty, and um, he just absolutely sent Terence McKenney back to Twitter. Uh, like that I was know. the brutalest knockout I've seen in a while. I wondered if they were going to bring the ambulance into the fucking octagon. Yeah, I felt bad for for T Rex on that. He, uh, yeah, there, there's nothing you could do. You get caught with a, a knee like that. There's that shot in anybody's lights out, dude. It was beautiful. Like he landed it as precise as like you know a, a punch right to the chin. Like it was perfect spot, perfect angle, perfect timing. T Rex was literally leaning down into it, gets caught yep. with it on the dome, and then just falls like a, a plank it's great I, I, this one this one <laughs> this could go like uh the fight we we just saw with emma and Taporia. you think it's gonna get finished and and they they finish the full fight and it goes to to the cards i agree um, i'm i'm not sure i i think both these guys are phenomenal Benoit's got more experience. I this is this is a pick'em for me. I don't know who's favorite, but I would just go with the dog. Whoever whoever's uh, plus money, if there even is somebody that's plus money. 
Dude, here's this is going to blow your mind on two things because I think there's two good betting opportunities here. One, the over one and a half is minus 170. Really? That is not a bad bet. I feel like this is like this is going at least into the the late second. Like I don't think I don't think Bonfim is going to be able to dispatch of Benoit Saint-Denis. And also Benoit Saint-Denis is plus 260. Like that's uh, a that's I'll a take- big number. I'll take I'll take uh, Benoit because you also got to remember, Terrence McKinney, great fighter. He's also younger. I think I think Benoit's gonna pose some problems. So I might even take over one and a half and sprinkle it with a little uh, Benoit money line. A little bit of a parlay, dude. I think Benoit here is is the side, not because I think he's you know I, I don't think he's like a, a lock to win. But I think this is going to be back and forth. Like I think Benoit Saint Denis is going to put Bonfim in a tough spot at least once in the fight. Like I think he's going to push him against the cage, might even get him on the ground, get him get him smothering him a little bit um, for at least you know a couple minutes. Like he's not going to go without a fight here. And Bonfim, yeah. I think, should be the favorite. I think it should be like minus one fifty to minus one eighty range, maybe even minus two hundred. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like betting Benoit Saint Denis if he was only plus one seventy. But he's plus two sixty. Like this guy's a dog too. This guy's got yeah. the fucking the heart of France inside of him, bro. He's like he's got something different that I saw. What was that fight he lost? Yeah, against Zaleski. He got the absolute shit kicked out of him. Yeah, and he and yeah, he's from from what I've seen this week too. He is he's all in. He is he's ready to go to war. I like it. I mean, I like plus two sixty too, because that's that's just wide. Like, even if it even if he goes out there and gets you know knocked out, um, I still think that line is wide. Like plus two sixty, Benoit Saint Denis at least is gonna have his chances here to make this a fight, whether it's with grappling or whether it's you know landing a big shot eventually. Because yeah. He could he could honestly we've never seen Bonfim. Let's see his last few fights. Flying knee, decision, 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 decision. But these guys, I mean, who are these guys that ah oh, dude, this guy's good actually. The Abasov guy that from the contender series. Yeah. Um, he's good. But I don't know if we've ever seen Bonfim get like grinded on. I've watched his last three fights. I watched his LFA fight, I watched uh, the contender series fight, and then I watched the Terrence McKinney. I don't think we've ever seen him get grinded on. And I wonder if Benoit is gonna be able to do that. Yeah, if he is, they- then who knows? Yeah, and who's um, Benoit's last last two wins? Uh, Gabriel Miranda, eh, not a great, and then Nicholas Stolz, not a great win, not not either great wins, but he did put a beating on both of them, like like it was yeah. it was decisive. Yeah, I I think it's it's UFC level experience, and when they try and fast track some of these guys, because these brothers, the Bonfim brothers, they're gonna try and fast track them, and. Sometimes it works, sometimes it it doesn't. Yeah, and I mean, the thing too is, is if it was a guy, like if it wasn't Benoit Saint-Denis, it was a guy that I'd never seen have like some some ungodly level of, of toughness, I probably wouldn't be, be interested in betting him here. But I've seen Benoit Saint-Denis like take some, some what looks like a sledgehammer to the dome and yeah. keep walking forward. So I'll take him at plus 260 just a shot and just see see what happens. And maybe even, um, you know, like you said, parlay him a little bit with that over one and a half. I'll probably do the same. 
Yeah, or or you could always do over one and a half. Um, well, I guess you can't do that. If you do decision, uh, obviously it'd be over one and a half. But yeah. that's also something too. You, you know, take uh, take decision. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad either on Saint Denis. Saint Denis, Saint Denis. All right. Melissa Gatto coming off her her first pro loss. And then we have Ariana Lipsky, who is 15 and 8, coming off of a win over JJ Aldrich. Both of yeah. these girls are under 30, and uh, both of them are fighting at 125 pounds. So Lipsky is is gonna be is gonna be my my dog in this one. I had two dogs uh, going into this card that I really liked and she is one of them and Brenner is is the other one. She's coming off of when JJ Aldrich. I I love JJ. Um I think who is her who is her uh other one against? Mandy Bohm. Isn't a bad yeah, win could, now. Mandy Bohm's yeah. not terrible. Yeah, and then who is who'd she drop to after that fight? Priscilla Cochiera, who's a decent fighter. Yeah. I I I think it's one of those those do or die moments for her, and I I think I think she's gonna get it done. I I like her to get the win here. Uh, Gato, who'd she drop her fight to? Uh, Tracy Cortez. Tracy Cortez, but she's she's a hammer as well. Yeah, she's not bad. She'll beat anyone who's under average. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go Lipsky here. It doesn't really this fight doesn't really interest me. Um, but yeah, I, I'd go Lipsky and probably Decision. Yeah, I'm going Lipsky as well here. Plus 185. I mean, Gato, you know, coming off a loss and Lipsky coming off a win where she looked the best that she's ever looked. Like, she actually looked really good against JJ Aldrich. She was when, beating the shit out of her face. Yeah. When is when did that? I don't even remember the last time Tracy Cortez fought. That's got to be was that early two thousand twenty two? It was a year and a month ago, so thirteen months ago. So that's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go Lipsky on this one. I you know. I like yeah, Lipsky here as well. That's pretty, unfortunately, that's pretty much it. It's a weird, weird position to have this fight, this placement on the card, but. It's pretty. I, I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. You know, we saw the best Ariana Lipsky that we'd seen, and we saw Gato take her first pro loss and take 13 months off. I'll take the plus 185 underdog any day, and most of the time I take the plus 185 underdog in women's MMA, regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lipsky, it is. But I, I don't like I said before. I don't know why that car that is placed there on the card. You know, yeah. over. <laughs> I'm over, not say, sure either. The, the Kevin, the Kevin Lee fight. I mean, you could even move like Garam up, or you know, Romanov could be there. Romanov probably should be on the main card. That's a decent fight. I don't know why it's opening. They must be really pissed that Romanov just gave up in that last fight. Yeah. All right, Max Payne Griffin versus Michael Morales, fourteen and zero. He's from Ecuador. He's fighting out of Tijuana. He's uh, undefeated versus the 37-year-old 
veteran. Who are you uh, running with here? Uh, I'm all all over Morales by KO. I like that. His his last fight was phenomenal. The kid's hungry. He's he's ready to to make a statement. They're giving him a name, so he can have it on his on his resume. A good veteran. I think I think this kid's the real deal too. I think uh, Morales by by KO. Yeah, I like Morales by KO, and I like Morales by decision because Max Griffin's pretty tough. Earlier in the week, I was looking at um, I wanted to get Max Griffin by decision if it was like plus six or seven hundred, and I was gonna put a stab on that, but it's plus four hundred. And I'm staying away because I like Michael Morales, and he's a he's a specimen. Like the guy is 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 quite a specimen for 24 years old, and honestly, like he looked like he was slowing down at the end of his last fight, but he's he's 24. He's getting better. The guy's got the skills that he needs to go far here. And, and Griffin is 38 years old. He just he beat who did he beat? He beat Tim Means by a split decision. That's not something to go home about in 2023 is beating Tim Means by a split decision. Well, the, the Dirty Bird is also a tough night out for, for anybody. Um, so I, I wouldn't take so much that away from, from him, but they're both towards the end of their career. You know, Tim, I agree. Means, Tim Means isn't, isn't 25, 28 years old, you know, putting it on him. I think Morales is going to put it on him, and he's probably going to stop him. I think that's I think that's a good assessment because I think Morales here they're doing a good job of easing him in. He had a fight, um, contender series that he got a win on, and then he he beat Trevin Giles, which isn't a bad win. And then he beat Adam Fugit, which I mean has not aged well. Adam Fugit is kind of just getting his shit rocked in the UFC. Um, but Morales has two UFC fights under his belt. He's finally getting someone who's considered a veteran, you know. Uh, yep. And I think I think it's the perfect step up for him. And I think it's the perfect step up to, to kind of just give him a fight and then let him take another six months off so that he just grows as a human too. Because 24, like you're not going to be you're – not, you're not mature enough unless your name is Jonathan Jones to, to be, you know, contending or be even in the top five. Yeah. But you're going to give him a fight that you think he can win, which is Max Griffin. And then you're going to let him just develop for another six to eight months in the gym. Give him another fight that you think he can win. Let him develop. Yep. And then you're going to give him a, a decent shot. And I think he's a guy that the UFC knows has the fucking skill set. Because I watch this guy's fights and he's got the goods. Like this dude has the goods. And I'd be stupid not to bet on this guy on his run. It's like one of those. Um, like I didn't bet against Islam Mahashev. His entire UFC run, I refused to bet against him, and I even bet yeah. uh, like a lot of submission props with him. And this is another one of those guys where, like, for now, until I see him get exploited, uh, I think I'll just be riding the train out until until something goes wrong. Yeah, I, I think I think you got to go with the smart play, and that's definitely definitely Morales. I agree. All right, the co-main here. I have a strong opinion here. It's a big strong opinion. Uh, and let's just let's just disclaimer here. I have the worst Demir Ismagulov bet of all time. I'm at like minus 145, and now it's like a pick'em. So now it's like minus 110 each side. Um, but I'm letting it ride, dude. I'm fucking going out on my shield. I don't think there's any way to get out of it. Like if I if I cash out, 
um, I'm going to lose money. And if I if I were to just you know put some on Grant Dawson to to hedge out, then I'm going to lose the beautiful KO that Demiris Magulov is about to land on Grant Dawson's chin because, in my number one reason here. If you get dropped by Mark O. Madsen on his first punch, you're not surviving three rounds against Demir Ismagulov. And that's just yeah. that. that's just the fucking end. You're getting knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean who did who did Ismagulov just lose to? Armin fucking Sarukian. Yeah. A future so, contender. Yeah. I I'm tempted to double down, Tim. Like, talk me out of doubling down at even odds on Demir Ismagulov. Like, I already got a nice-sized bet on him. Why should I not bet again? It's literally minus 110. Like, why should I not just add more here? Demir yeah. has literally... Like, who did he beat? He beat Garam. He beat Rafael Alves. He beat Tiago Moises. He beat Joel Alvarez. Those are all four good wins. Grant Dawson yeah. almost got knocked out by Ricky Glenn in the third round. Ricky Glenn is dog shit now. Ricky Glenn is awful. He he what beat Jared was... Gordon, fair play. And then he got yeah. knocked down by Mark Madsen in the first round. Mark Madsen doesn't know how to throw a punch. Yeah, and I'm not sold I'm not sold on on Jared Gordon either, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not. Um but the his claim to fame is a bad decision against Patty the Batty, who I'm not that impressed with. So, <laughs> and then he I took mean, uh, Bobby Green's face to his face and got a concussion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would go Ismagulov. Uh, yeah, I, I'd have to take Ismagulov here. I think he could stop him too. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Dawson, he just he kind of just pulls him out of his ass though. Yeah, he's one of those guys like the... I'm not going to compare him. I was about to compare him to like Charles Oliveira. I'm not going to even put that in the same sentence. No, but like, no. it's like one of those where he gets his like head knocked off his shoulders at the beginning. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, back in it and just kind of like doing random shit. That's good. And you're like, huh, what the hell? But here's my also my other reasoning is if this stays on the feet, Damir is going to absolutely kick his ass. If this goes yeah. to the ground... I don't, I don't think Grant Dawson is going to absolutely kick his ass. Like, I think Demir, Demir was, was getting up against Armin Sarukian, and Armin Sarukian is twice the wrestler that Grant Dawson is. And I feel like yeah. Demir is going to pop right back up when Grant Dawson gets on him. And then when they're on the feet, like, I think he's live to chin check him at any point. Yeah, I, I think this is a, a get-right fight for him. Um, when you're taking hard fights, when you're taking these Sarukian fights and, and some of these other guys, um, it doesn't go your way and, and you're still a good, uh, good prospect and you can still chase that strap. I think, I think they're going to give him a get right fight. And I think this is, this is what it is. I, I don't see, I don't see Dawson winning. I'm not 100% sold on on Ismagulov finishing him. Um, I could see see either either by KO or you know the double chance KO or decision Ismagulov. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I don't think he's gonna submit him, but you know who the fuck knows? I, I, even odds, I feel like Demir is just like I was already betting him. I think I texted you like two weeks ago. 
And I was like, dude, I have to bet Demiris Magulov when he was like yeah. minus 150. And now he's minus 110. Like I, I'm probably going to lay another, another little bet down on him at even odds because I just don't see where is Magul. I, I'm hearing all these like uh, retirement rumors, like people are saying, because he did, he did post on Instagram that he was going to retire back in like January or February. Um, and everyone's saying he's not motivated or anything. This guy is 24 and two. He's never shown an ounce of not being motivated. He just had the hardest fight of his life against Armin Sarukian and didn't look bad. Yeah. Like, like you're taking one Instagram post and making him even odds based on that against someone who we've seen almost get knocked out by Ricky Glenn and then Marco yeah. Madsen. Yeah, I'll and, take the that. And that's why you get you get this fight, you get him back on track, and it's, you you make you make the run. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. Will he get there? I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't want to count anybody out. But your whole confidence level after a win is going to be completely different, and you're back in that that conversation. So, yeah, because, dude, because here's like the him. other thing, too, is Demir was the number 10 lightweight in the world going into his last fight against yeah. Armin Sarukin. He was the number 10 lightweight. Think about all the lightweights in the world. He was the number 10 lightweight in the world going into his yeah. last fight. And now he's even odds against Grant Dawson after yeah. losing to arguably a top three lightweight in the world in Armin Sarukian. Get the yeah, fuck out that, of here. That, that's just straight. That's straight killers. Yeah, exactly. That whole division is, is killers. It's just, I mean, there's no one bad in the top 15 in that division. All right. Oh, man. We got my other hot take of the week. Not even a hot take, dude. I just think Abbas Magomedov is absolutely overrated. Dog shit. He has OV at the end of his name. So everyone's betting him up. And this got to, uh, this opened, I believe, somewhere around, you know, Sean Strickland minus, you know, 180 or minus uh, 175, something like that. And I got Sean Strickland at uh, minus 145. And I put like a, a, a penis load on that thing. I put a, a little dick load on Sean Strickland minus 145 because this dude got knocked out in PFL. This dude got knocked out by a man named Lewis Taylor at the age of 42 in yeah. PFL, the Professional Fighting League. Yeah, I don't know what else I got to say there. Sean Strickland has arguably beat Jared Cannonier. Yeah, Obviously, he yeah. lost to Alex Pereira, which is uh, which was you know I would I think everyone in the world would lose to Alex Pereira with that left hook. Um, yeah, he just looked good on four days' notice against Nasruddin Imavov. He arguably beat Jared Cannonier. Before that, he beat Jack Hermanson. He beat Uriah Hall. Like this dude, this dude's been tested. He's been battle tested five rounds. He's been tested. You know, he got knocked out. He probably doesn't want to take another one to the chin like that. And this guy's just got an OV on his name, and so they're making it a, a, a almost pickums fight. And I'm gonna take what fucking was... Sean Strickland. This one is this one is tough. This one is tough because I understand 100% what you're saying with the PFL. He got sparked in in 30 seconds, but he's also long, lanky, and he's got pop too. He does have pop. I don't... I'll give him that. I don't know which Sean Strickland is is coming out. Is it going to be Sean Strickland that's that's going to try 
and and kickbox with Alex uh, Pereira. Is, are we getting that Sean Strickland mentality, oh. where he's going to try and, and stand, or is Sean going to wrestle? I think, I think this is this is a dumb fight for Sean Strickland. I think this is this is a high risk, no reward. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I honestly don't know on this. I think Sean is the better fighter, but I think Magomedov's probably better prepared mentally and is going to fight smarter. So I would sprinkle Magomedov. Fair enough. I can respect that. Fair enough. I think I, you just don't know. You don't have the. He doesn't have the fight IQ. Sean Strickland doesn't have the fight IQ. I mean, he doesn't have the IQ. Period. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a whole, <laughs> whole another thing. Yeah, he's lacking uh, in I, the brain department. I don't think he. Five rounds. We know he can go five rounds too. We don't know about Magomedov. That's what I'm saying, I think, man. Let's play it this way. I would bet Strickland decision. Strickland this decision. See what I'd that is. Little. I'll see what that price is there. While I'm here, I'm just betting Demiris Magulov at minus one ten. If he loses, dude, I might just be done betting forever. I'll live in mm-hmm. my car after that. Yeah, so Sean Strickland by decision is only plus 165. It's not a very good price. And what's Magomed, Magomedov by KO? Plus 300. Not a great price either. It's not bad, though. It could be worse on that one. I, I would... The you UFC's know, Sean... got to know something, man. Like, Vegas has got to know something here for Magomedov to be... His literal... Like, his last fight <laughs> was against Dustin Stolzfus. And the only reason I didn't bet this until yesterday was because I couldn't figure out why Sean wasn't minus 250 here. Um, so I was figuring that I was going to be walking right into a trap line or something like that. But, I mean, I watched a little bit of tape on Magomedov, watched a little bit of tape on Sean Strickland, and I was wondering, I mean, if this guy, he looks like he's got pop, but he doesn't have Alex Pereira pop. That was no, the big thing for me. Got, yeah, but he's got the snap. How, how tall? How he's got tall Kevin Holland type of snap. Yeah, he's he's tall. He's got long arms. I think the more and more we talk about this, I like I like him over Sean. I All really, right. really do. I really really do. And I'm not sure if they're. I don't know why this fight was made. Like you said, I don't. It's weird. Granted, everybody's busy for Sean, but that's not. I don't know. I don't know if, if he's causing problems, and this could be the let's kind of feed him whoever we think can get him out of there, and then it gives them a reason once he goes on a skid to to cut ties. I don't know. He says crazy stuff. So yeah, man. Because I mean, Strickland, his Jared Cannonier fight, he was one fight away. If he would have won that fight, and then won this this next fight, if he would have just that Jared Cannonier fight. These, if that's a win here, he's probably fighting for the title next. Like I know, and that's, and that's the, the whole thing. And it was it's, a split decision that could have gone either way, and that's what's crazy to me. He just flips that one split decision. One judge, one single human, gives him one round 
that were very close rounds. He's fighting yeah. for a title next. He's not fighting Abbas Magomedov. And the difference between Abbas and, and, and you know, a title fight against Israel Adesanya and ju- it just being one judge, it just doesn't sit right with me. I feel like that's too far of a gap. And then you look at the odds here against against Israel Adesanya, Strickland be plus 400, you know, he'd be something crazy. But, like, I don't see why he's minus 150 here. I feel like he should at least be, like, minus 200 here. You know we'll what? See, I'm going to flip. I'm going to flip. You're flipping. I'm flipping. I'm gonna go Sean Strickland. Fair enough. I like I think, it. I think they want because they know Sean is crazy enough that if he can if he can get rid of this guy or even take him to decision, right? Sean will take the next fight, and he could get a title shot because you got Whitaker and Duplessis fighting, right? Yeah. We don't know how they're gonna turn out, right? They could get banged up, the winner of that. They might put Sean in for for Izzy, for that Australian. New blood. If, uh, if Whitaker beats Duplessis, then there's no new blood except for Sean Strickland. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what – and they already have the history. We saw the, the presser. So we, we know. Exactly. That could be the plan. That could be the plan for Sean. It's, it's so tough. It's so tough because you got to also understand the business side of it and why they're making these fights. They got reasons, yeah. They got they got motives behind every single fight. Yeah, but Sean's such a, such a wild card. You don't know. You don't know. He just can go out there and say the hell with it. He might come out in a fucking Nazi outfit, to be honest. Yeah, with a Confederate flag. Yeah. <laughs> Yelling cat calls at ladies on the way. Who oh, knows? He's too much. He's too much. You have any any parlays that you're going to be throwing together? Um, Probably. Uh, I, I got to look. I like to wait till I see the weigh-ins. I need to see the weigh-ins first. Um, I want to see who's sucked down, um, who comes in overweight, if anybody does come in overweight. I, I like to see that stuff. Um. That's that's paid dividends before. Obviously, you know you've seen you've seen guys like Figgy oh, when yeah. they get stuck down, or you know uh, some of these other guys and girls when they don't make weight. Obviously, there's an issue. So I yeah, got two I, here. I, I, I wait, I wait, but I'm definitely gonna take uh, that other one that was the uh, the under two and a half. Oh yeah, the uh, the Morales. Wait, no. Morales and and my girl uh, Petrovic. I like that. Yeah, so that's that's definite. And then probably take uh, Ferreira, Morales, and Romanov. Roll them into one. Um, I like that. With Petrovic as well, and then and then maybe we do a little is Magulov. And, uh, I don't know, maybe Sean. Damn, that's the Ted parlay. That's the Ted parlay of the week. I'm throwing together, uh, I got Strickland, Ismagulov, and Morales together at, like, something, something small. Plus, it's going to be, like, plus 350. Um, and then I'm going to throw together an underdog parlay in case we get, we get the underdog shit rolling, and it'll be, uh, St. Denis... Rizaboov 
I like that guy because he's he's tall and long. And then yeah. the man, Kevin Lee. And that'll be like plus three grand. So you put 10 bucks down, you make 300 on that one. And all you need is Kevin Lee to start us off hot. And then Rizzo Boav and St. Denis will know what's up. Can you imagine if Kevin Lee doesn't make weight? Oh, bro. If he, if he doesn't make 170, oh, my God. That would be that'd be crazy. I feel like Renat could make 155 after I watched his his couple fights today. He looks he does not look ripped. That's for sure. He's got a little bit of weight around his his hips. Yeah, this is, I think on paper, you know. But I said this last week's card too. On paper, this should be a a great fight night. I agree. Um, right, UFC Vegas 76. I think it's fire. I think it's going to be good. I think top to bottom, I'm not I'm not really looking to skip any of these fights. Like I'm not I'm not wanting to particularly not watch any of them, which in the past there's always been a fight where I'm like, man, I wish I was, you know, taking a, a 25 minute shit on the toilet right now instead yeah. of watching this. But none of these I feel like I want to skip. All of them have at least something the UFC's thrown together for like a narrative. That's good. It's a it's a prospect versus someone who's going to test them in most situations. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm curious to see how this all plays out, and then we can follow up with it. Yeah, I agree. All right, thank you everyone for for tuning into this first little thingy. We'll make more of them in the future. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to uh, recap this one and then get ready for next weekend the big one man i've already got a little boner under my desk thinking uh, about my bet on alejandra pantoja baby oh yeah. I've, I've got him and yair i've got him yeah. and yair yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be my parlay too dude it's gonna it's gonna be crazy if if yair i don't i mean we're gonna talk about it next week but plus i think he's like plus 370 or plus 350 something like that right now like that's just it's too far like like, take it back. DraftKings, you're going to feel real stupid when he goes out there and chin checks Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah, but can I... I don't know. You think they give Taporia the next... I think so. I think... Uh, I feel like they shouldn't give Taporia the next... I feel like he should have to go through Holloway. Which, I, I get that sucks for the division. They hate having everything go through Holloway. But I feel like that's that's the right way of doing things, is you go through Holloway. Even though Yair didn't. But... Uh, Holloway is saying he wants to move to 155, so. I want I want Taporia, Yair. Dude, that's a great fight. Yair is only, so good on the feet. The only way you're getting that fight next is if Yair loses. Yeah, dude. That's the, that's the only way? Unless, unless uh, uh, Volkanovski wins? Right? Yeah. And, and drops the belt and goes to 155. He's not. I don't think he's dropping the belt, which, oh, man. I feel like I feel like Taporia probably beats Volkanovski, but I don't know if he beats Holloway, which is which is weird because MMA math is funky that way. But Taporia, I feel like he definitely, you know, chin checks Volk. Because, my dude, my main reason why I'm going to take Yair is I feel like Volk's chin is super overrated. The times where he's fought anybody with power, he gets he gets clipped in all of them. Um, 
Oh, man, dude, I'm so pumped. I'm so fucking excited for next week. I mean, my boy Rob is fighting. My favorite fighter in the world is fighting. Rob, Rob, huh? No, Whitaker. Oh, Bobby Knuckles. Dude, he's beating the crap out of Duplessis. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to not watch UFC ever again. I don't know. He's finishing him. That's the toughest African in the UFC. (laughs) Sure, it's not uh, the last native whatever his name is oh, didn't mike, he who, mike perry mike perry? <laughs> mike perry yeah mike perry all right well uh we'll get on that one next week but thank you everyone for for tuning in thanks peeps